Hello, lovely souls. Can you believe we are August 2nd, 2020? Welcome to podcast episode number 19. And it's all about spontaneity versus planning. And um, thank you so very much for joining us. It's Sonia here with Fresh Approach Fitness, a wellness company. And it's been 19 weeks since I've been showing up and giving you a little bit of insight on my perspective for living your best life. You know, it boils down to making small chases, making small choices on the daily. So you can make small changes to your healthy habits, steering you closer and closer to where you want to be. So um, today's episode, like I mentioned, is all about spontaneity versus planning. And I was actually inspired by Mother Nature this weekend when it came to this podcast, because like you, um, most of you listening to this, it is a Canadian holiday this weekend. It's a civic holiday, also a full moon. Um, and it's one of the last long weekends in the summer, right? We have one more left in September. And I just wanted to get away, go for a little day trip. I know it's still COVID. I know we need to be careful, but picture being in a vehicle, the windows down, the music cranked, and just talking with your best friend, right? Just having fun, being in the moment, no worries, and then getting to our destination. My destinational request this weekend when we were talking was just to go somewhere quaint and cozy, kind of on the quiet side. I'm not looking to be with a lot of people. I was just looking for a dis different sense of scenery and a different journey. Um, because I work from home, I'm not leaving the house as much as I typically would. And I'm sure that's the same for many of you listeners. You're probably either leaving the home to go to work or to get groceries, or you're staying at home more often than not, um, because there's just not as much to do and we don't want to increase the risks. So I was hoping on a little getaway this weekend. Well, Mother Nature had other plans. <laughs> we didn't go yesterday because um, we both thought we would get things done and then go maybe today or tomorrow. However, it's expected to rain. So I don't want to pop in, go for a car ride and then be stuck in the rain for what I want to do. You know, I want to explore a little and see what's out there. And if I was a planner, a hundred percent planner, I would A, go anyway, B, be disappointed that it didn't work out. That's what I would do. And I find this to be the mindset for a lot of planners. It's black and white. And don't get me wrong, there is plenty of time for planning. And I'm not the best planner out there. I'm just letting you know what I do, right? This is just all about my insight and my two cents. I tend to plan more during the week. I plan every hour on the hour from the minute I get up practically until the minute I go to bed. I could tell you what I'm doing on the hour. In general, sometimes more specific. My weekends, I don't want that kind of structure. I want to be able to do the things I love to do during the weekends, if that's engaging with clients. So I want to do the things I do during the week that I like, if that's finishing up with some clients, if that means doing more with my family because I was working or with building my business, if that means reading more, journaling more, hanging out with my friends, getting out of my workspace, because when your workspace is your home space, it's completely different and it takes a lot of shifting to get used to. I'm very thankful that I've done this for years. I've worked from home for years. Um, so doing this full time 
right now is totally fine, but I know what works and what doesn't work for me. Having structure 365 days a week for 24 hours a day, seven days a week, sorry, 365 days a year, seven days a week, 24 hours a day does not work for me all the time. And those that know me know me pretty well to know enough that that makes sense. I don't mind structure during the work week, but on the weekends, I want to expand my time, right? I just want to be in the moment that much more. There are things that need to be done and there are things that get done for me or for me because of me, because I'm preparing for the upcoming work week. But what do you do? Do you structure your weekends like you do your weekdays? Do you structure your weekdays or do you just kind of get up and go? Do you plan the night before when you leave your work environment? Do you figure out what your top three priorities are and make that the focus for the next day or the following week? I'd love to hear your feedback, what you're doing. Are you a planner or are you spontaneous? Or do you do something like you plan a gap of time where you can be spontaneous, where you're just free? It's like free play. You can do whatever you want for a couple of hours, um, a window of time. I do that sometimes as well. When I work for a pocket of time and then I will plan two or three hours out of the house to do something or I'll invite the kids over and we'll hang out. Then maybe I'll circle back to work or I will circle back to cooking dinner and doing some of the other activities that want to be, that need to be done. So I kind of structure playtime, free time, whatever you want to call it. And that's what a lot of people do over the lunch break. Um, but maybe you're not using that effectively. That's up to you, right? I'm not sitting here and saying what you're doing and what you're not doing. I'm just saying you probably have playtime somewhere. What are you doing with your downtime? Do you schedule it? Do you plan it? Does it just happen? And when it comes to being a planner or being spontaneous, how many areas of your life does that impact? So let's get into specific about my day. We didn't go on our road trip. Then we ate a late breakfast, almost like a brunch. And then I was debating on going for a swim. I was debating about having a bath. I was debating about what to do next. I wasn't, I did not have a plan. I had some ideas. I was being spontaneous and in the moment, I did not have a plan. But I was like, well, I want to swim because the sun's shining now and it's going to probably rain later like the weather forecast is calling for because the percentage is pretty high. So, but how much time did I waste thinking about it versus doing it? And I ended up having a swim. Then I ended up having a bath. So it ended up working just the way I wanted it to work. But how many times have you done this and then you've taken up too much time and you've lost your opportunity? I know for sure I have, especially in the morning when I used to work in corporate and all I had to do was pick out the clothes. I've said in a previous episode that most weeks I would iron my clothes, get them out, have them ready to go. And I just had to pick from five outfits. And on the weeks I didn't do that and I had a struggle with what to wear, I wasn't using my time. I wasn't picking a go-to outfit. I wasn't thinking about my work week. I was just trying to get dressed and go and nothing satisfied me. Hands up, smiles out. Um, if you've ever done that for getting ready for a date or a special occasion with your honey or even work 
um, a big presentation where you're just not ready. So there is a huge benefit to being prepared and to planning and to having a solid schedule, especially when it comes to moments that matter. I know there are so many parents, so many superheroes who I like to call, um, I like to call them superheroes. You know, you're in your forties, you're overextended, you're overworked, you have kids, doesn't matter the age, you have parents that are obviously older than you and they're likely in their seventies, maybe sixties, maybe their eighties. So your time and attention is thin. Your strategies to life are to survive still, or maybe your spare time is non-existent. And really that's why I'm here is to give you some tips, some recipes for success, some ideas to make some small changes to make your day to day that much easier. And this is where planning will come into effect. So I talked about the benefits of being spontaneous, but now the benefits of planning are huge. Even if you just carve out a couple of containers of time in your scheduler, in your scheduler day timer, if you're using one of my creative collections, I can share with you what to do. But essentially, you are literally drawing a capsule. So like a book, like a square. However, if it's a square or if it's a rectangle, it doesn't matter. But what you're doing is you're identifying a container of time for tasks that you need to do. So if you're nine to five or nine to six at a corporate and all you have to do at night for that job is pick out your clothes before you go to work, you just need a small pocket of time and that could be done right before your bedtime routine or during your bedtime routine, right? Grab your clothes, set them out, have them ready, know what you're doing so you can be prepared that way. Every single night we have a bedtime routine um, in our household. Tony and I each get ourselves ready for bed before we sit on the couch and have date night. Um, so that means we pick out our clothes for the next day. I plan at that point what kind of exercise I'm doing the next day. I normally get my water bottle ready or have it washed out and ready to go for the morning. And he has his clothes all picked out. His lunch is ready. We have some snacks and some lunch ready in the fridge ready to go for easy grab and go access or to pack lunches. And that is some of the things that we make sure that are done either before or during our bedtime routine. We're on the couch by 930. That's the first time we sit down normally in our household and we watch one show together. That's what I call date night. Hold hands or just sit together on the couch, have a cup of tea, maybe a treat. Sometimes we chat. Most times we're just together. Um, but it's nice. It is so nice, but we're able to relax and enjoy that because we take a few minutes and sometimes that's all it is, is a few minutes to be prepared so we can enjoy that downtime. We can change the show up. We can be spontaneous with what we decide to watch for our date night. We tend to watch one series at a time. So for the most part, that's what we're going to pick, but there is room there for spontaneity. But during the week, we really practice a plan schedule. It's not 100%. There are pockets of time that are spontaneous. I know what time I have clients until. I know what time I have coaching that starts. And pockets of time are built around that. So you can blend planning and spontaneity. I would love to hear some other areas that you blend that that make sense to you. 
Um, so setting up yourself for success with a nighttime routine will always, always, always help you be prepared the next day for your morning routine, right? So when we do our morning routine workshops, we talk about how success in this area actually begins the night before. And that takes a little bit of planning. Making your lunch for the day before or preparing what you can get ahead of time for the week for food or for clothes, you need to think about the weather. You need to think about the environment. Are you going to be inside, outside? Do you have a microwave for your food? Are there any other appointments that you need to put in your phone or messages that you need to take care of while you're not in front of your homework space or while you're out and about? Or to remind yourself to look into those things. That is a huge advantage for being planning, for being prepared and for planning. So I truly believe there is a good blend in our life that we're living of spontaneity and planning. Again, I would love to hear which areas you're spontaneous and which areas you plan. Um, you know, sometimes I'll take a day trip just to London, not very far from where I live, and I'll end up going to three or four of my favorite stores. And some days I'm on a mission and that's done within a couple of hours. But other days I just expand that time because my pocket of time, I don't have to be back for a certain time because there's nothing planned. But things I look forward to are tend to be things that I plan. Don't get me wrong. You can have the best time in spontaneous moments. You can have the right people over, the right company, the right conversation, the right music on, and suddenly you're dancing in the kitchen or you're playing cards for hours or you're laughing so hard because the company dropped in and, and you end up having a great chat and catching up. Those are some of the benefits of being spontaneous. Spontaneous helps you live in the moment. We need that. When we do that, we're not worried about anything else. We're not thinking about what we've said or what we've done or what needs to be done. We're just enjoying what we have. That comes from creativity as well. You've heard me share that, but I'm going to repeat it. So when we play, when we are productive, when we are spontaneous, not productive, I'm sorry, creative, play, creativity, and spontaneity, all of those things mean we're in the moment. Singing, we talked about that, dancing. You can't worry about external circumstances when you're busy in the moment. I challenge you to sing a song or to wiggle your toes and see if you can honestly think about any worries in your mind or if you just kind of are in the moment. You just feel your toes wiggling. Try that exercise and let me know. That's the benefit of planning. Even if you start planning little containers of time throughout your week, maybe Tuesday night will be meal prep because you want to enjoy your weekend, so you want to get your meal prepped ready for the following week. By doing that, you want to start with the menu plan. See what you have, figure out which foods you want to make, then come up with when you're going to eat them on which day, so you can A, thaw things out of the freezer ahead of time, or B, make sure you pick up what you need when you go to the grocery store. And then, what meals can you split off into extra meals if you just make a little extra? So if you end up cooking a roast beef on a Sunday, what can you make with the leftovers? Beef stew, fajitas, beef fried rice, beef stir fry, right? You can't do that if you're 100% spontaneous. That comes with planning. 
So planning containers of time, small containers of time, mean you have time to be spontaneous because you don't have so much to do because you're putting them in pockets and you're getting as much done as you can in that container and then you're going to come back to it. You're going to learn that certain things take a certain amount of time. That doing all of the laundry during the day might take six hours, right? But do you need to do, to do it all during the day? Could you do it before dinner and then flip it after dinner and then it's done? You know your schedule and your lifestyle, but in order to maximize your spontaneity, which means your creative time, your play time, your enjoyment, your in the moment time, in order to enjoy that, you need to structure some planning. Some parts of your life need to have some sort of structure. And I'm not just talking about going to work, coming back from work. I would take work out of the equation here. Just work around work. Work around your other responsibilities. If your children have activities, and I know that's not all up and back running again, but it won't be long when they do come back, if they do come back. So if they come back out with activities, it won't be long because typically those activities start with school. And life gets that much busier, right? For anybody with younger children. So you have to plan those activities. You have to book those hotel rooms ahead of time. You have to also slow down and enjoy the days where you're going to be exhausted. How are you going to do all that? Are you going to plan time for your self-care? Or are you just going to be spontaneous and decide if you have time, you have time? Well, right there. We're going to stop and pause right there. I've spoken to so, so many people who are so incredibly busy and they can't remember the last time they've done something for themselves. They figure they will do it last. Once work's done, once everybody's happy in the household, once everything is taken care of, they will then maybe have a bath or paint their nails or relax and watch a show. Build that in to your capsule of time. It's like taking a lunch break every day. It's like sitting down with your family to eat dinner. I used to be the queen of standing for quick meals. Like I couldn't sit down and enjoy it. Or I would sit down and be ready to run in case somebody needed me to do something. You know, with three kids and then with the business, um, I was married and then divorced and then married again and then divorced again. So I spent time with people and on my own, with people, with my husbands at the time and on my own and then dating and new relationships. And what I, one of the things I noticed that I did not do well was sit down and take a break for myself. I crashed. We all crash. Life gets hard. There are other mountains in our lives that are uncontrollables and we don't know when they're coming. Let's pause and assess what we can get two steps ahead of. And as you know, I am here to help you every step on this journey. I do have a creative collection um, printouts, which is similar to bullet journaling, but different. It's a combination of bullet journaling and affirmations and completely different style. However, if I had to compare it to something, that's what I would compare it to. So my creative collection series is a nice way of identifying where you're at. You know, you, I actually have something available through my getting started guide as well. Um, it's called 21 days to a smiling reflection and whether it's weight loss or whether it's wellness or whether it's other changes you want to make in your life, this is a great, great package for anybody to start with because it comes with an action plan. And you break down your goals. So 
by identifying what habits you need to do, you're able to get that much closer to your destination. You can plan in your schedule when to get those habits done and you're done after that, right? So you're planning those points because they're helping you grow in the direction where you want to go. By planning those, you're going to feel good about your success because you've taken time to do something for yourself or your business or your finances or your relationship or your children or whatever it looks like. And you can add all of those things on your habit tracker, but you need to know where you're at and then take a snapshot of what you're planning in your life and what could you be planning that's different or how can you expand on that? Do you meal plan? Do you food prep? Do you do your laundry on one day? When's, when's the house cleaning done? Do a little bit of an audit. Do you look at your, your credit card statements each month when they come in? So let, let's talk about that for a second. Perhaps one of your goals in life in order to be spontaneous is to have money to go on a last minute vacation. Okay. So in order to be spontaneous, you would love to just get in the car one day and go for a drive, not worry about the cost. Maybe hop on a flight, not worry about the cost because you know you can afford it. Okay. And that falls into the spontaneity category. That's your goal. But in order to get there, we don't need to measure that as something planned because that in itself is very spontaneous. The whole purpose of that is spontaneous. But what we can do is measure the habits that are going to get us to that goal. So, in that case, if you're trying to save money, do you look at your credit card statements every week? Do you look at your bank account on a regular basis? Do you spend money frivolously? Do you know where you can cut back? Do you know if you need to make more? Do you know if you need to cancel some subscriptions? Do you have a plan for putting a certain amount of money on those credit cards or on that debt to free things up so you know how quickly it'll take you to pay things off? How focused are you? And you know how focused you are by how much time and attention you put into planning. You don't need to obsess over planning, but is there space in your life for this project? And this project, for the sake of this example, is to free up some extra, to free up your money, clear off your debt load so that money is not going on credit cards, that money itself is growing in your bank account or growing in your investments or growing in a space in your life where you know that you can go to it as soon as you're ready. So in order to be spontaneous, you actually need to plan out some of the behind the scenes in order to help you get there. And that's just one of the examples. We can apply the same thing to friendships. Maybe you're looking for a better connection with your friends. Well, when was the last time you've reached out to them? Do you have a plan somewhere on your calendar to connect with your friends? Do you have a plan or a structure of time for when you want to get together with them next and what you might want to do? We're having games night in a couple of weeks. We ended up having company last weekend and we had so much fun that we decided that we're going to do a monthly games night. So we can be spontaneous with that monthly games night. We've invited a few people. We've got a date set up now. What we play doesn't matter. But if I didn't do that little bit of planning that night that I'm looking forward to already, wouldn't be possible. So some moments you can be spontaneous and sometimes you can plan. Most of the times it pays to plan. It opens up 
the pockets of time that you have in order to use to however you want to use. And it applies in so, so many areas of our life. Um, listen, friends, you know I can help you out with this in many different areas based on the examples that I've shown. The fact that I've been there, right? And I'm still there. I plan regularly. I leave a lot of room for spontaneity. I know what my weekends look like and what I like to do during those weekends and who I like to spend my time with. That has shifted. As you start spending more time with yourself, as you start listening to what you're looking for in life, it will shift for you too, I promise. And then next thing you know, your wants, your desires, your habits, your destinations, all of that is going to shift. It's going to increase to the next vibration because you're going to do such a good job that you're going to want more. You're going to reach one goal. You're going to want more. Or you're going to realize during your free time, you can do whatever you want. I'm here to help you upgrade and elevate the way you think. Friends, I'm here to help you live your very, very best life possible. I am here to help you be amazing. Live, live, live your best life. There's no other way I can say that. But, you know, add happiness. Know how strong you are. Know how amazing you are. Be happy. Be inspired. Be balanced. Okay. This week, we've got one extra day off for people in Ontario that are celebrating the civic holiday. So wake, hustle, and repeat for those other days. Know that you're stronger than the average person out there. But more importantly, awaken your magic and know that I'm here with Fresh Approach Fitness, a wellness company, to help you every step along the way. Have a great, great week, my friends.